Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business that you were born to be. And today I have a guest that I'm actually really excited about because Odette is somebody that I have known and we've interacted with over the years. So it's been such a joy to see her evolve and change. And now finally I get to have her on as a guest. So Odette, welcome to the show. I would like for you to just give a quick intro, who you are, where you come from, just a couple of couple sentences. Throw it at you. Hey, how are you doing? Um, really great question. Who, who am I? Who, what have I, where have I come from? That, that can go off in many different directions. Um, I, I, I saved the, the tough questions for later. <laughs> so, yeah, so I work with um, entrepreneurs. I help entrepreneurs uncover what their soul story is and help them um, basically get on stage to share their story because I believe that everyone has a story and when you share it in a way that the audience can hear you, you make a, a, a huge impact and transformation in the world, even if it's just one person at a time. So we all have a story, we, and I believe that we all need to be sharing it, which from where I came from was not what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you've made you know, huge transformations, huge changes in your business, your direction, your message, all of it. And I've watched that change as you've like, stepped into more of who you are authentically um, and which is where it's like you know it's it's kind of it kind of fits that you know we're now doing this show which really encourages people to step into who they are authentically and right. that's really what you've been embracing in what the last year specifically what's been yeah, probably a little bit longer but I, I think I'm the poster child of transformation <laughs> of internal transformation yeah so. And it, you know, it's not always easy. And I know, you know, before we got on this recording, we were talking about, it's like, ah, oh, crap, you know what? Like, we're both like, oh, this is like a shitty day. Did I need to have makeup? Because is it just audio? Is it like, do I have to look good on this? And, yeah. you know, there's days. And, and I, think it's, I think it's important to actually own that. There are days when you feel like shit. You do not want to get out of bed. And, and yet you need to keep going. Um, absolutely. I think that, you know, when I think of sort of where I was, let's say three years ago when I was working with you, was it three years ago already? No, oh, so fast. Yeah. And one, two, three, four years ago, we, we worked together. Um, is that you, we put on such a facade for most of the, you know, most of our, our life. And I had this facade that if people saw the real me, um, and I was always putting on this facade of I'm great, I'm super, I feel fantastic, I feel awesome. And people were like, how, do you, how are you awesome all the time? I don't know, I just am. And inside, I, was, I wasn't, but I wasn't being truthful to myself. So I didn't even know if I was, that I was bullshitting myself, let alone, you know, the world. And the, and now, you know, just talking today, just showing up. I did put on makeup because I thought I was, it was video and I'm looking at myself going, okay, this is as good as it's going to get. And, but I didn't want that energy to come across in, um, on this podcast that you got to get grounded and go, you know what, if this is the best that you are in this moment, that's okay. And to be okay with where you're at, no matter where you're at, whether it be um, emotionally, financially, all of that, don't beat yourself up over it. Just go in to the best of your ability with the best that you can be in that moment. And I think that that's been one of the biggest learning for me is we're not all perfect all the time. 
and right, like even my voice is, is a little raw, but it's like I can still spread the message and, and spread my mission with the world, even if I'm not at 100% capacity. Yeah, I, I, you know, and I think that's such an important piece to get across and, and, and where I'm often showing up messy because yeah. what's sometimes the most important piece is just showing up. And then there's that, I don't know, I, I don't know if you find this, but it's like, if I admit, and I go in and I'm like, you know what, I'm feeling crappy, I'm doing the best I can, I'm going to show up as best I can today. It's like, it takes the pressure off. Yeah. And then suddenly, it's fun. Like, even my energy has shifted since we started, since yeah. we hit record, I'm like, oh, okay, I get back into fun mode. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I spoke at an event uh, last week, and you know, we had to be there at 7.30 in the morning, which, you know, and it's a, you know, that kind of thing. So you got to get up really super early. And I'm not like a 4 a.m. person like you are, I think. <laughs> um, and I got there and I felt, so I practiced a little bit of my talk, but I forgot my talk completely. I'm like, I felt ungrounded. I just didn't feel my best. And I just had to spend some time with myself to go, you know what, it's going to be what it's going to be. And if I forget, you know what, my notes are right beside me if I really need them. So Prior to getting out um, on the stage, I was able to stand in front of the room and I started to connect with the people in the audience, like real eyeball to eyeball, that they could see me, I could see them. They gave me smiles. They're excited for, you know, the next speaker. <clears throat> they don't know me from a whole noir. So I started to get recharged from the people in the audience rather than being afraid of the people in the audience that they were going to judge me because then we go into that head space, right? Which is a disaster zone. <laughs> and I just started to pull the energy from the audience, which you're probably thinking is really weird because I never used to talk like that, right? Now like <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here cheering. I'm like, yay, she got it. <laughs> and so I, and I had like the 30 second countdown and I'm like, I don't really remember it, but I'm just going to go and talk because it really doesn't matter. They don't know what my talk is. And the most important thing was just that connection to, to the audience, but really it was that connection to myself and what I was saying. So I got super grounded in that moment. And the, you know, and that's the same with getting on the call today and or showing up today with my client or showing up for my kids or for anything. And then allowing that space of, okay, so my office is a disaster. We've got three days to clean it up. We're just going to hunker down and get it done. And to me, that's without self-sabotaging what you haven't done and what you aren't is, well, you know, we can go down that path, but that's just a, that's just a killer. I call it the, the fear and the anxiety is just like the cancer to you living the life that you really want. Oh, it's entirely entirely and i'm i have to say i'm i'm so giggling because i hear you say all these things and i'm like oh she never would have said that four years ago <laughs> like those words never would have come out of your mouth yeah, no that you're pulling energy from the audience and you're connecting with them you're looking to get into your body and and i love it because like i really noticed that you've been so much more present you've been so much more at ease and you're still a super badass. Like, it's not like you're slacking off and not making, you know, your business go. So now there's the ability to have both. You can be a badass in business without driving yourself into the ground. Oh, absolutely. And I was the driver into the ground person my whole life. <laughs> right? Like, with my first business, just go, go, go. And then... And there doesn't have to be, so with my first business, after 10 years, I, I sold it because I was, I, you know, getting divorced, but it was like, I'm tired of this. 
it, there's no nothing fulfilling. It's you know a service to to people that need it in the real estate market, but it didn't fulfill my 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 soul. But so then it was just well, I'll get rid of it. Rather than what I've done with this business with the coaching is no longer saying, um, uh, you know, I'm going to give up. It's it's what direction can I change um, inside of myself. It's not even external strategy, it's an internal strategy. And that's the one thing I've learned over the last couple of weeks is what is my internal strategy for, for not driving myself into the ground yet still being a badass? I love it. Okay, so share yes. what you've discovered. What is your internal strategy? I, so I'm gonna use story as an example. So I just did a big launch and it's a test launch. I, um, trying to think it was just like we just had a briefing yesterday and all the stats are great now we all want you know let's say whatever gazillion clients coming to into a program into a launch it's not really about the numbers it, when you take a look at your strategy it's about the conversion rate about how many you know signed in opted in registered paid blah 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 that it actually was way better than i thought it was and so I took that these last couple of weeks, I took a look at who do I need to be every day because I'm doing webinars and joint ventures and partners and all of that. I need to show up. So I had to have this internal strategy, which was around story, that what story am I telling myself every day? What story am I telling myself before I go to bed or after I get the results of the webinar or the story I'm telling myself when I wake up? For me, the wake up is the harder part because I'm like, I'm in go mode and it's like, um, you know, I, I have to jump out of bed and do, but I've been holding back, meditating, got like this app for meditation coming from gratitude and then faith because it's scary, you know, rocky. So the, it's shifting the internal story that I have no matter where I am throughout the day. That was the strategy. And it sounds simple enough, but it takes work. Cause there were some days I was like, okay, the story, I'm going down that story again, the, the negative story, change it. And then slipping into gratitude of I'm grateful for everything, even the disasters that I'm having, even if the techie problems or the can't, you know, clients that cancel or whatever, hundred percent in gratitude, which is hard for me because it was never about celebration and gratitude and, and then go, okay, you've got that. Awesome. Let's go. Let's, let's do the thing that we need to do. So it's not like a sexy strategy. It's just, <laughs> Well, but I mean, and that's, that's the other thing, like for so many people, they think that it needs to be some complicated strategy, but often <laughs> the simple strategy is the one that we can stick with. And when you stick with it, it creates a momentum and, you know, gratitude is so, so powerful. And, and I, I love that you're dropping into that, <clears throat> you know, in the morning, because th there's an interesting, um, physiological thing that goes on so your brain when you go when your body wakes you up it floods you with um and my brain just went on me cortisol i could be wrong on that but it floods you with you know that that pump where you're like you move into a, a flight or flight mini response to that and that's usually what you know prompts people to get up and for most people if they don't get up and they just lay in bed because it's like oh hit the snooze alarm hit the snooze alarm then that stress hormone circulates around the body and you start going into the mental chatter. Right. So what you're doing in switching your brain over to gratitude is that then you start releasing all the relaxation hormones. Gotcha, yeah. And now you feel <clears throat> at ease, and then of course your creativity opens up and you can actually 
think about your day in a different way. So it's a brilliant strategy, just in case you wanted the science behind it. Yeah, no, no, and it's true, you're right? I mean, what gratitude does for your your body and and it's not just and i used to when i was learning how to do this it was the the, the pretend gratitude okay awesome this is really great i feel really super super and this is wonderful in the back of my head i'm going you're such a liar <laughs> right so there is that that pivot but you just keep doing it until it does have that internal switch it's not something that happens overnight yeah. and i actually you'll, you'll probably find this interesting um so i'm going to say it was a couple of weeks ago uh so i was speaking to one of my friends, uh, Jaden Sterling, who's an intuitive business coach, and he, him and I were chatting and he says, you need to let go of what's right in front of you. Meaning if you have an angst, that's the, I'll use money because that's a big angst. So if you have, your bank account is empty or your bank account is, is low and, and <clears throat> the client numbers are low or whatever, and that's what's right in front of you, you, you focus on that, you can't see beyond that, right? You can't see um, uh, the bigger picture, the bigger vision that you have. Mm -hmm. and it when he, he mentioned it and then I started to um, I did the work to go okay what the hell does he mean and so then I started to see what was right in front of me what was my fear and then there was I, I think I meditated I think I put on the calm I had the calm app I, I laid on the floor because it was like 10 o'clock at night drop like I've been going and going because of this launch I just laid down on the floor turned on the the app and then all of a sudden this physical shift on the inside happened and I I can safely say probably for, I'll say maybe not the first time, but probably the first time that I am aware of this, that I actually felt this internal sense of peace. And that's always been my motor, my, my driver motivator is I want to feel peace, but I've never really felt it because I'm too busy doing shit. <laughs> yes. And I just laid down. I had that in my head. It was like the stars and the moon just aligned in that moment. And I actually felt this shift and it was a little weird for me. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is awesome. And I kind of sat with it. And that's been my new normal. That has changed the, the, the gratitude piece is much more internal than in my head. Yeah. And I think everybody wants to get to that place. And I, you, know, you can't force that, but you still need to do the work. And so that was kind of cool. I've strived for many years to have that. <laughs> Yay! Oh, I, I'm so excited because that is, you know, when it clicks, it's so amazing when you, when you actually can drop in and go, oh, this, this is what I want more of. Now, now you've got like a visceral response in your body to connect to and know when you, when you're dropping into it, when you're not. And it really is, um, it's a surrender. Like you can't, do your way into peace <laughs> you can't you can't you know you know task list your way into to feeling at ease or gratitude it's it is a surrender and that's you know for people who are driven mm -hmm. letting go of control is scary oh totally <laughs> when i spoke last week i was um some people came to back to my booth talked to this lady and she was emotional and she said, so we were just chatting. I said, so she had said, you know, I have a hard time letting go. Uh, I, I need to be in control and blah, 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 whatever she was saying. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, what do you do for a living? I'm a controller. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, appropriate. Know, yeah. So I laughed and we're not at her, but I said, oh my God, that's the problem. That's part of the problem. 
I get that that's your job title, but you reinforce that every time you say that. Right. You need to come up with a new name for what you do, even though it might not be corporately correct, but just come up with a new one because you keep reinforcing it. Yeah. And, and she's like, oh my God, you're right. And her friend was, oh my God, because she's such a control freak, right? And then trying, trying to control her emotions more around that control freak piece. Yeah. I'm not going to let myself get vulnerable. I'm not going to let myself feel that way. And <clears throat> Here's what I know 100%, that having gone through that experience of being the controller of what I do uh, and, and that that would be, then I would be in control of who I am being. Now I don't know other people, but I, because I am like triple A personality, I know it is possible to change who you're being because I've done it and it's taken a long time, but I could never go back. Yeah. Every time I go to that next level, it's like, I just, I can't go back. And there's still, still times I, I get a little weirded out by it all. Um, but I know that it's possible to change. So when people are, or if any of you listen to going like, oh, it's easy for her, it's easy for Dana, you could do it. It's not. I am the poster child of, you know, pain in the ass person, driver, <laughs> you know, dare I, I wouldn't say bitchy, but just, you know, aggressive. Yeah. Right? Like, so, and I'm not that way anymore. And I, maybe I was never that way to begin with. But that's the, the persona I portrayed because anything underneath that was vulnerability and nobody was going to see that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and that takes huge strength to admit that that's what you were being, that you, you put on this, this suit of, I am the driven businesswoman, I'm going to get it done, and nobody says no to me. That right. that's, you know, is that, like, to, to actually own that and say, okay, well, I can change. And it's been a journey. You know, this has been four years. Yeah, let's own it. It's not instant. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's more painful. It's the most painful thing. Yeah. You have to, yeah, you do have to admit. And there was a little, there's, even when just uh, sharing that, there's that little, it's not even an angst, but there's a little bit of a, a thing. And it's like, ah, you know, but still sharing it is, takes me that one level closer. Hopefully, even if just one, one listener goes, wow, I'm like that. I don't want to be like that. It's possible that maybe just, just a ray of hope. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I just, I want to reinforce for people that it's in letting go of the control. So many times business works more effectively. So you're not losing out. Yeah. You gain, you gain in having that peace within yourself. You gain in the fact that it's easier on your body. So your health is better. Your relationships improve. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've heard you talk about those things. Those things have opened up for you as a result of you opening up to you. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it right there in a nutshell. Cool. Okay. So we're done. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We've solved all the world's problems. <laughs> well, if you think about that, if, if, you know, if everyone on this planet did that, or attempted to do that, open up to themselves. Yes. The world would be different. And there would be a tremendous shift in that moment. Oh my God. Huge. Yeah. Huge. So you look at what's going on and where where the disconnect is, you know, where people get into racism or, you know, hating each other, fighting each other, all of those things is this insecurity within themselves. I yeah. am not comfortable being me and allowing you to be you. 
-hmm. And it's that conflict. So if you, if you get okay with who you are, then it's a lot easier for you to be accepting and open to other people being who they are. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, having two like uh, girls, 18 and 20 now, like, hello, scary. Um, I, I see the negativity or the judgment and all of that. And, it, and um, I try to get away from that. It's kind of hard to do that because, <clears throat> you know, they're in your physical space, but it's about not letting it um, myself get attached to that. Right. And then I'll, at the same time, teaching them that that's not really the way to be. And they're like, well, that's the way you are. I said, you know what? You're right. It absolutely was. <laughs> and doesn't mean it was right. So, and, uh, you know, the judgment of others is, and victim. Well, if you didn't do that, because I'm getting a little bit of that, you know, um, thing, mom thing. Well, mom, if you weren't this way or that way or said that to me, then I would be perfectly fine. If you didn't bug me, I'm like, yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, it's all me, right? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> the uh, the cry of the teenager. It wasn't my fault. Oh, yeah. And I think that ends around 25, right? <laughs> oh. So I said to my, my one daughter, who do I need to be for you to be okay? Ooh, good question. Yeah. And she looked at me, she said, I don't know, just, well, just think about that one. And, you know, and then let, when you know the answer, let me know. And then, of course, it was, well, don't be a, don't bug me. Don't ask me to do things. Well, then do them yourself. <laughs> you know, like so I find that an, that's, actually that is an interesting question. I have, to, I have to keep that one in my head for, for things. It's a, good, it's a good one for clients, too. I mean, it's like, well, who would, who would the other, like when they're complaining about somebody else, yeah. who would they need to be in order for you to be okay? Yeah. And to start, you know, start playing out that role play of, of being able to, it's another way to kind of access and look at, what do what do I need to own? Yeah. Which and then who do I need to be? No. What what was the question? Uh, yeah. Who do I need to be for myself to be okay? Yes. Ooh, that's a good question. I have to write that one down before I forget. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. Pretty, right? yeah. It's a it's a good it's a good you know it's we need those moments like that's a good one to write down and take and go to the woods. And yeah. go for a walk or go for a walk along the beach and, and uh, to just sit with it. Like not trying to mental anguish it out, but to right. just sit with it and say like, who do I need to be to be okay with me? And to let that just percolate through and just only ask the question, which is of course one of my tools. It's like to sit with that. So it's a brilliant question. Thank you. This is great. You're welcome. I like yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Well, who ever thought? <laughs> <laughs> Four years ago, I would never have said we would be sitting down and having this kind of conversation. Yeah, yeah you probably had more awareness of whether it would or not happen, would or would not have happened. Than <laughs> well, I always saw what was possible because it, you know you can see what's what other people don't see of themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But whether you would allow it or not, that was always the question. Yeah. Yeah. My friend of mine, um, we were talking yesterday and so she's been she does a lot of um, copywriting and, and other things for me and and uh, but extremely self-aware person mm -hmm. and so this last year I met her a year ago February and in Florida of all places and she lives here and just the evolution of me in this last year to go from uh, you know chaos to calm even though that's been a cycle for you know like like a tornado but every layer is a little bit different so that I'm at coming from this more place of calm, but she's, 
she had said, even just in this last three weeks, the growth, because you just will not go back to that place anymore. And I don't think I can. I don't think you can. That's either. possible. Right. No. So it's like, so I said my aha a couple of weeks ago was that we have the internal and the external. So how often have I and people blame the external? So all this external stuff is happening to me, right? Mm -hmm. So when I had my Nirvana moment of that piece, that, that was a huge change for me and uh, without realizing it. And I didn't actually push it to happen. So I had said to her about three or four days later that I don't, I, I don't feel like I can go to the external anymore for blame. I can, she said, what happens is you go to the outer band of the inner. So like on a tube, as an example, you yeah. make the outer band of the inner and that's okay, but you'll never cross that line again or very, very few people will. And so now I feel completely safe in my, I'll say it's like a cocoon of that piece even though sometimes I may have, oh my God, you know, <laughs> whatever, but I'm still on the outer band of the inner, if that makes sense. And that, and I was, I got to say a little bit relieved because I was worried and I didn't want to go into worry that I would be starting to be my old self again. Mm. Like maybe the alcoholic who will start drinking again. Right. And I was worried about that. And I thought, well, I don't want to spend the next however many months worrying about that. So, that was my, that's been the reality is you're still going to have that fluctuation. I'm not like enlightened. No, I, actually it was interesting. I had, a, I was talking with a client. I had this great analogy pop in. So <clears throat> she's, she's been doing hardcore gym workouts and she's really fit. So she's like, why am I back at fear? You know, cause we had like last week I felt like I hit Nirvana and it was great. And now today I'm like, right. All in the fear all coming up. I said, okay. Here's the, what I shift is, is that the fear and all this, you know, old crap that seems to have surfaced is post-exercise soreness. Uh, so you've stretched into this new layer, right? right? So for you, you've reached this, like you've experienced what it feels like to be peaceful. So it's this new experience and you've stretched some new muscles and then you get a little bit of a rebound, you know, backlash kind of thing. And it's, it's that, it's just your muscles being sore because they've been exercised in a way that you haven't experienced it before. So you're not actually going back. Mm -hmm. You're just sore. Did, how did that land for her? She loved it. It was like it, it, it landed bang because she's also gotten to the place now with her exercise that it's easy. She doesn't experience any soreness. It's been a couple of years. So she's, she's like, oh, okay, I can see if I stick with this, mm -hmm. then it keeps getting easier, keeps getting easier. And you just build the muscle. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Fear will never go away. And I think that's what we, a lot of people strive for. I know when I want to stop being afraid, I want to, you know, and I don't, it's just, you never get rid of fear. It's how you, it's how, what your react reaction to it is, or your response to it is. Yes. And the level of maybe the degree of the fear, it's not going to go into full on panic. Or the story you tell about it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the time we think it's fear. And it's not, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's an excitement, right? Because the, the, a real fear is a, is a panic kind of fear. But, you know, being afraid of growing your business is more of an anxiety, but it might be a misinterpretation. Maybe you're excited about growing your business. Yeah. You're labeling it as fear. So if you change that story, right. you can see it differently. Mm -hmm. Which takes us back to the beginning of the conversation. It does that internal strategy is is the story that you tell yourself right 
Yeah. If you want to change how you feel about it, change the story. Yeah. Stop calling it that. <laughs> yeah. It's just post-exercise soreness. <laughs> for sure. Cool. <laughs> Although for everybody who resists the gym, they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's too funny, but I get that. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. We could, we could carry on in this, this vein for quite a while, but we, uh, we do need to wrap it up. And I, just before we go, tell people where they can best find you and if you have any current offers going on. Yeah, for sure. So my new um, website and the branding is odettepeak.com. So it's O-D-E-T-T-E-P-E-E-K.com. And yeah, so I've got uh, my, my current offering and, and that uh, might be of interest to people <clears throat> is a program that I've put together um, and a webinar actually. It's, a, it's this great webinar on the story piece is now my, my focus has gone from just being that generalized business coach to really focusing on on helping people create that story and speaking from the stage because I believe that when you share your story with other people, whether it's one-to-one or one-to-many, you are making a tremendously big difference in someone's life because they can see you know, their current pain in your past pain and they see the solution um, just by the very fact that you're sharing your story is, is a solution for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so I put together speak from the soul and sell in six minutes or less um, just to have fun with it because it's how to make impact. And when I say selling, I also mean selling people on the idea that they too can um, have what they want in life, selling the idea that they can think differently or do differently or be differently. It's not just um, something that happens for uh, other people because we hear that a lot, right? Everyone has that ability to change um, in the, with themselves by changing that internal story. So, yeah, so that's what it's about. Speak from your soul and sell in six minutes or less. The six minutes or less was really more of an alliteration, but how to have impact in a really short amount of time. Yeah. Most people think that you have to have that keynote, that 60 minute in front of the room. Remember we did the two minute each? Yeah. Um, two minutes or five. It was two, I think. Two. two. Yeah. And you motivated an audience. I made people cry. I made men cry. And if you can do that in a really short amount of time, can you imagine what you can do with, with a real plan talk or a planned structure or strategy or business, whatever it is that you're doing? Mm-hmm. The difference in the world. So don't underestimate the, the smaller moments in life and in business because yeah. they can be more impactful. So, yeah. and, and I can definitely attest that, you know, when, you've, when you spend the time to craft it to be a, a short message, you know, two minutes or five minutes yes. or six minutes, that if you get the the ability to do that it's so easy to expand yeah but you know all the work that goes into to making it succinct and powerful there's a there's a great base so thank you so much Odette it's been a pleasure thanks for tuning in to the inner dominatrix podcast the show that gets you stepping into being the badass in business you were born to be all right If you have not downloaded the app, make sure that you get over to Apple or the Google Play Store and download the free app. Have a search for Dana Ferrant Inner Power and you will have immediate access to way more tips and tools, all the things that you need stepping into your power and really exponentially growing your business.